0: This week on the podcast, we talk about TikToks, just a few, a little bit of WandaVision stuff, and what would happen if you were to have a limb cut off. What's up, everybody? This is the Accidental Crew. Hot takes on a hot day with hot cakes, snowflakes, cheese plate. No, sir, I don't know how to skate. This is the SnowVid 2021 edition, and we're doing a small 30-minute podcast with three of us. It's me, your host, as always, Tyler. Then I have John. Oh, what's up, everybody? And then we have Brandon.
1: What's up? What's up? It's good to be back.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. We're going to try this little 30-minute one uh, with three of us. Just to see how it sounds. Shit. Ready to build a snowman? Let's get it. I'm ready to build a snowman. All right, everybody. So first up on the docket, we just had the uh, SnowVid 2021 just happen. Whoop, whoop,
2: Not really. Sorry, but, you know, no.
0: I'm going to tell you what. Shit was whack. <laughs> shit. We lost power on Sunday. At like four in the morning, I know because I was uh, awake using the bathroom.
2: Oh, that's the worst. Yeah.
0: And then we didn't get it back until earlier this morning, and today's Friday.
2: That's a long time.
0: It, it is. is. a damn long time. I'll tell you what. It was 40 degrees in this house for like three days. <laughs> it was rough.
2: I mean, like for anybody that's, uh, you know, of the
0: northern descendants,
2: Texas don't get this cold. We never do.
0: <laughs> we were not ready for this.
2: Just like y'all ain't ready for 80 degree heat waves, quote unquote. What's that? Mm hmm. I know y'all call it heat waves, 80 degrees. No.
3: Nah. Nah. That ain't it, Chief.
1: No. Nah. <laughs> we running hundreds around here. We're
2: going to run facts.
1: Same
0: pace. Anyways, yeah, it was, Uh, today was the first day we've ab- been able. I've, I'm like, literally right now, I'm wearing a pair of shorts. And it's nice.
2: I have a long sleeve just in case, but I do have shorts as well.
0: Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> My little brother Travis and I, we're out here running shit this week. We were out there uh like chopping up wood, doing crazy stuff, keeping uh keeping the uh grandparents that we have here, keeping them warm, keeping mom warm, everybody.
2: Running that sawmill.
0: Running that shit. God, <laughs> dang. To the limit, bro, to the limit.
2: Just to stay warm, you know.
0: Just to stay like not even warm. It was like still fifty degrees, but I mean Bearable. get that blood flowing. It was so cold. We ha- I'll have to send a picture this week or whenever this one will come out. Um I'll, it was I'm gonna tell you man. It, we had our beer sitting outside because it was colder than it was in our refrigerator.
3: I did that at my dad's house. We had a had a 12 pack of Modelo, some uh Yungling, a text now the weird name, and some uh what was a Shiner. We just left in the garage, left the garage open and that wind kept coming in. No time at all to chill the beer.
0: No. Nah, they were sitting out there for like three or four days. Or three days, I guess.
3: Crazy. Just cold beer all the time.
0: Yeah. Outside. And my grandpa was like, Damn boy, it's thirty degrees outside. Are you sure you want to be drinking a cold beer? And I said, It's the only thing keeping me warm right now.
1: Oh
3: yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> we uh we cracked open we bought a case of Modelo, and that's what we had sitting out there keeping uh the, or cooling down. But yeah. Because we couldn't go anywhere, there's ice everywhere, so we only left when we absolutely had to. And uh, I just, I woke up in the morning at 11, drank Modelo until it was time to go to sleep at like two in the afternoon, or two in the morning. Sounds like a
1: good old day. Yeah, it was It was kind of like those things just where
0: like, you go like, we're like camping, so you can just drink and you don't have to worry about driving anywhere. That's what was nice. I didn't have my contacts in any of the days, just drinking beer and just hanging out.
2: Was fully laid
1: back. Like a very, yeah. very cold vacation. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was <laughs>
0: whack and we were like working to keep because it was bad. We were out there chopping wood all day just so we could put it in the, the fire and then the fire, we have a fireplace so I mean, it was keeping us warm but not as warm as we'd like it to be and that thing just eats wood and then we we're on top of that we were had like charcoal out there because I was heating things up constantly because it was like a refrigerator in the house mm. like it was time for us to eat and then I uh, I learned halfway through, like, let's just get cast iron. Just throw cast iron out there, keep it hot, throw something on top of it, and it'll cook it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I wanted to, before it all ended, I might have to just do it one day, but I wanted to bake cookies in a cast iron uh, <laughs> pan um, with the, or on the grill.
2: I mean, people people do that where they put the cookies and they, like, a layer of something on top of it. It comes like this uh, dessert lasagna.
3: But I guess because the, the iron can conduct you a little bit better some people choose to use iron skills to make like a little plate sized dessert
0: You kind of like those big old cookies that they have at uh certain places
3: oh is it like
2: american cookie i think it is it
0: might be i don't, I don't know is there's
3: it?
2: yeah in the mall no 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 that's not that's not it
0: what, what i'm thinking of is uh at bj brew house
2: oh yeah they have
0: like a skillet cookie or something yeah, like yeah that. okay
2: yeah yeah. Oh, mm. dude, that, yeah. yeah they have that it's great Oh well, got to write that down. That's where we're going next. Uh, next week, week two, <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna meet up there uh, three o'clock.
0: But yeah, it's it's nice to finally have some some. Uh, like we never, we never lost any. Uh, we never lost any water or anything, so we got lucky that we like kept water. But we just had zero heat, and we had to keep everything on the uh, the pit stuff like that. It kind of sucked, but it wasn't too bad. We did learn that. <laughs> obviously, I don't know why we didn't think about it. But if you start cooking or if you, if you're using the pit and then you cover it up, it basically just smokes, whatever it is in there. And I put, close it up and we put water in there and the water had like a smoked flavor. What? It was bad because we were trying to make hot chocolate and just tasted so bad. But, uh, <laughs> <Now we know. laughs> one, of, one of the nights I was like, everybody, we need to just heat up this water so you can go like take showers at least. So, cause I know for sure I was sitting in like clothes for three days because I didn't want to take anything off. But um, yeah, we had a we put a bowl like my mom's little like metal bowls that she has. We put that uh-huh. in the fire or on top of the fire, and then I uh, got smart and wrapped it in foil and closed the top of it so the heat stayed in there, and it just heated it up. But it didn't smell like smoked whatever Smokey wood. I <laughs> have
2: some applewood smoked hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: nah, it was mesquite, and it just oh. wasn't that good. It wasn't good.
2: That's strong stuff, dude. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Ugh.
0: I poured it out, no, like, yeah, "I'm not drinking this
2: <laughs> mesquite hot chocolate." Man, if that's, that's not- a Texas thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was weird, but um, like today it was cool because we went out. We now Brandon and John got over here because everybody like we're starting to get power back in Texas in some spots, not every spot, but um.
2: That and finally the roads cleared up enough for me to all come all the way down here. Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's like six or it's like was it fifty something degrees or something like that
2: outside? Yeah, mid fifties.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we don't have to worry much about ice, but um. We went today. We were going to order food because typically when we're here, we just like order food and then bring it and eat it. But nobody's, no place was able to bring it to us. So we went and got some, uh, some, uh, burritos from this, or like burritos and uh, quesadillas from this place that we have over here in uh, Alvin called Taco City.
2: No joke. There, as long as your your forearm.
0: It's called a giant burrito and it's, giant it's big yes sir (laughs) yes sir it is it was so sad we went up there because i saw they had a breakfast torta and i go oh my god i need to try that and then they have a regular one i was like obviously i'm gonna get one of them too
2: Can't just split them up they're like twins
0: no bread none no bread i
2: said no pan
1: (laughs) oh man
0: i go what am i doing here it was so sad
1: what am i doing my life i'll come back tomorrow
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then and then a little next door they have another place that was selling like elote and stuff like that look they had white corn it was a that's a travesty. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was very bad. sad. Everybody's running out of everything right now. It was, it sucked. I hurt my feelings, but you know. Elote, elote, elote is elote, but it was just, it didn't hit the same spot. Corn. Hey, oh, well, it was so sad.
1: Uh, hopefully we'll go back and
0: have yellow. Yeah, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll have to red, we'll have like a redemption or some sort or whatever.
2: I mean, honestly, if we just make it with some of the canned corn, I've tried it once before and it's,
3: it, it's not bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that's how I make it here whenever I want it.
3: Yeah, I would just say that as long as we have good cheese, the
0: cojita. Say oh. it the cojita. God, dang. Yep, mm, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was it was a little bit rough. It wasn't uh wasn't the best thing, but you know how it goes. Uh, anyways, what I like to do, what George and Brendan and I did on the last one. I know John, this is your first uh, little thirty minute one. Yeah. So we like to have kind of like one question. That we answer and then like go from there, see what we think. So my question is, um, so if we all knew that we had the ability to regrow limbs, but it happened in real time. So like if I cut my hand off, it would start growing, but it would be like a child's hand and it would take the same amount of time to grow back to normal, like years.
1: Damn. Would would you, (laughs) like,
0: would that be something like you could get older or whatnot? And then, like, say, like, I don't know, you're in your 30s or whatever, and then you, like, cut off your legs. And then growing back, but it'll take you 20 years to get 20-year-old legs, but they all run and feel the same like you were 20.
3: I mean, if that's the case, if they, if it's based on time alone, I feel like that could be used to be an advantage almost, you know. If you do everything at the same time, you should become, like, a, an egg of a person. But at 20 years, your body is as bad as when you were 20 years old. I mean, it might might be kind of a good thing, but...
0: So, like, the the, the way I kind of reference it would be, like, kind of like Deadpool, how he's, like, growing his limbs back and they start out really small. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it takes real time.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> grow back. faster. Kind yeah. of like a little cheat
0: code, if you think about it. Either that or maybe it's like half the time, but it still takes a while.
1: Yeah, that's that's still a lot you gotta think about. If you're gonna try to take off one of your limbs or something does happen to one of your limbs, yeah. It's gonna have to slowly grow back and you're just gonna have to watch the thing grow back to normal. It's gonna take a while.
2: It's like yeah, like you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like you're gonna get it back, the whole thing.
0: But when? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, forever. you know exactly when, but it's just gonna take that amount of time. But are we
1: still talking about if, you know, are we still aging like like yeah. normal? Yeah. Then if I mess up my arm around like 50, <laughs> I'm going to be dead with a little limp arm.
3: <laughs> well, either that or you just have,
0: like, say for instance, something happens and you like break your shoulder or you uh, somehow you mess up your arm, like all your nerves are messed up in your arm or something. You can't move it. Okay. Would it be worth cutting it off at fifty to grow it back in ten years, and you have like a ten-year-old arm? It can still do things, like you don't have to relearn how to use it.
1: Well, yeah, I understand that, but like, but you still have you won't a have, functioning arm. It Would
0: be a T-Rex arm, is what it would be. Yeah, yeah but, but versus you, no arm, well, you won't have the like the muscle you had. It's like, <laughs> well, you still wouldn't. What I'm saying is that arm is dead to you completely. Well, yeah, but would you cut it off and then grow a new one? At 50? Nah, I don't think I would. But, I mean, it takes, like, no time for it to become useful. Like, babies can come out the womb and they can grab things. You, you still have the knowledge of it. It's just it's not nearly as strong.
1: Yeah. How you do push-ups? One arm? I mean, I, I guess you can learn that way,
3: but. <laughs> I, think, I think at five years, it would be decently operational. Decently functional.
0: I uh, wouldn't have a whole year, lot of
3: strength, but I know. And there's also old.
0: nothing saying that you can't build strength in the arm. Like, you can have an arm that's stronger. The problem with, like, babies is they don't know how to lift shit. So if you're, mm-hmm. like, like, you cut off your arm, and then it's not like fetus. It's like, let's say you, like, you cut off your arm, go to sleep the next day. It's already, like, you just got born, so you got, like, a nine-month-old arm.
1: Okay. It just That's a weird beginning, though. You just come out with a...
0: Like a little baby arm,
1: all ripped up. <laughs> Match. <Imagine, laughs> like a little blob of noodles or something, just all ripped. And I'm like, "What hell's that on your arm?" Oh, that's my other arm. What happened to the other one? It ripped off. But I mean, it's like <laughs>
0: everybody, like it's common knowledge. Everybody understands it. Like this is not just for us three in the room, obviously.
1: Well, of course. But uh, I'm just saying, man. At 50, getting getting that arm <laughs> cut off, man. <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very hard to think about.
0: I think I'd lose it. I'd I'd, I'd let it grow back. Are you kidding me? Because it, it's become from something that's non-functional. So, I may mean, understand to functional, but not as strong.
1: Yeah, but it takes so long. So at that age, yeah, that's fine. You don't be fifty-five to have a baby arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or you can just arm. have a
0: completely dead arm that does nothing but sit there. I think being able to control it and actually have it use is more useful than having nothing. I mean, I see
1: there's, there's pros and cons. I mean, you get an arm back. It's going to be really small, but you still have function of it. But you're going to have a baby arm. <laughs> you're
2: going to be a grown-ass man with a baby.
0: With a baby arm. Yeah, or you can be a grown-ass man with no arm.
2: Kind of sounds cooler.
0: No, it doesn't. Not to me. The one
1: arm pirate.
2: <laughs> I want a robot arm.
0: I think it'd be so useless. Having you, just no you arm. You
1: wouldn't have a robot arm because if you get it cut off,
0: baby one's going to grow back.
2: I mean, there's room
1: we it. trying around. to like
0: Johnny Silverhand it?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of it.
1: can't cheat the system here, but we're, we're on the concept of your baby arms
2: growing well, back. I, I grew up on cheat codes and I played video games. No, shit works okay. I know we all
1: no have.
0: cheat codes. See? See? <laughs> See? There's no <laughs> that, cheat codes. It grows back up. and it takes just as long to grow back. You know what? I'm taking the half the time away now. Now you piss me off. It's going to take exactly that many years that come back. Five fuck years. It. In 25 years, you'll have a 50-year-old arm. <laughs> yeah, fuck that arm. I don't want it no more. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I mean, I think it's useful. It could be,
3: but it's just, I don't want to be half to you, What does it matter? I don't think it matters. Like, like just like a little, little chicken wing. I better get them That's roids. Home.
1: Get them steroids. <laughs> Pump that arm up. You can use it. You can use it and lift shit.
3: No, Nobody's saying nothing. Baby's got some grips. I mean, okay, look, if it's cut off at of the shoulder, you think about how, how big, you know, baby's arms to, like, a child's arm. They are very short. Very short. How many things? Okay, so think about it like this. If you, that arm gets cut off at the shoulder
1: and the baby arm starts going back, by the time it reaches about five years, once
3: like you said fully functional it'll be to your elbow through the elbow what do you think what do you think yeah it's just it's still weird it's still i mean weird. think about your arm like this and
2: like the halfway <laughs> i mean what happens if i'm sleeping and i just like roll over in bed and then you could crush it. it was my arm then Again. you start over You're not years. gonna it's
1: not gonna fall off no
2: it but like, okay.
1: You crush it. Like, you crush it
0: with the baby, you know. Baby
2: arms are fragile.
0: Dude, what? You're on some weird shit, right? You, y'all are taking this in a completely... Your arm isn't going to just break because you rolled on it. Has anybody ever no. laid on you while you were five years old? Did you die? Yes, that's fragile. <laughs> but you didn't... Like, I've had my... When I was younger, my dad rolled over me, and I didn't just fucking crack. And my dad was a full-ass man. Just like me. It's just like getting a tattoo on your arm. You just understand, okay, well, I just don't touch a spot as much. Okay, here's another question on that.
1: So if you get a new arm, does your tattoo grow back, or are you going to have to get...
0: um, No, this is fresh from the beginning.
1: Oh, damn. All that money spent on your arm, like your arm, all that money spent on your tattoo, gone.
3: Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's more useful than it would be a hindrance. Yeah. Oh man, losing tattoos Uh
0: Sometimes I think that, and then sometimes it's like, yeah, well, I can just get more. I mean, yeah, but it won't be the same. So I'll just get different tattoos. There's tattoos that I have that I'm like, mm, I could have put something else there.
1: So the one you're talking like, I'm saying like, if your right arm, gets, you know. Cut chopped off. <laughs>
3: chopped
1: off. Yeah. That tattoo on your shoulder and the inside of your bicep. Gone.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. it's, if I get my arm cut off either fucking way, it's gone. Sure, but. I'm just talking about you get the added benefit if it comes
3: back. That's, that's. It's tough, I mean, it's tough, but yeah, it's beneficial.
0: Yeah. It is, because you'll still have an arm. Like, say, for instance, you get a cut off when you're 20. In 20 years, you're 40. You got a 20-year-old arm, and you're 40. Yeah. What you're thinking of is end-of-life shit. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be weird, but then, hey, it's still something that can hold something. Like, you know how hard it would be to, like, I don't know. You just have to move stuff over. You can do stuff with one hand, yes, but there's just be another one. Like, you're carrying groceries in this arm. Yeah, throw a little loaf of bread on this one. You're carrying it with your little baby arm. (laughs) That's one less trip.
2: Uh, it looked like some men in black. You know, shit. you
1: know damn well we're gonna try to fit every grocery bag on that one arm. Yeah, and you can <laughs> test it.
0: <laughs> and if it break, it break. It's the same thing like your regular arm. I'm just saying that it's gonna come back. <laughs>
2: it's like a little coat hanger. Just everything that can fit, just throw it on there.
0: And you know, yeah. babies are durable. Babies, babies who've fallen over and running into stuff constantly, falling off of things. Yeah, these new ones. <laughs> yeah, you are gonna be a new baby <laughs> arm? What do you mean these new ones? It's gonna be the same
1: thing. Yeah. I
2: no, was so the new ones aren't
1: you going to be newer.
2: You no, know, like, fucking back in the day. They are durable. Well, Everybody had cuts everywhere and broken bones.
3: Yeah, but babies you, are
0: still, babies, they're all still the same. They're no different than they used to
3: be. So many chemicals. And- you think we're weaker than our parents?
0: Yeah, I'm tough to I think I'm fucking tough as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cut my hand off with an axe earlier this week and nothing happened. It turned into a bump and went away. My mom ran into me one time and had a headache for three days.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's a little woman.
0: Yeah, I've run headfirst into shit, and I had a headache for no time. <laughs> I do. Back when I played football, I used to headbutt the shit out of people, and I had a headache two, three hours tops. Woke up next day, it was gone.
1: I did kick down that wall with, <laughs> in that little trailer. Oh. Uh, I did. I, like, donkey kicked the, sh- the shit out of it. and <laughs> I, I, I took it down, I had installation, and it was all screwed in.
0: I just kicked a hole.
2: Oh God. <laughs> just everything just blew.
0: Yeah, just pretty. It. Oh, it's gone. Oh, but what what I'm talking about is more like uh, like say for instance you have an accident and it falls off or something happens. It's not like i I'm going to elect to cut my arm off. If okay, we're also talking about arms. If it was legs, it'd be way whack. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I mean, it's the same thing as having like a prosthetic. You can have a prosthetic that'll keep you at the same strength and work out your little leg while you're getting strong and still have a prosthetic. And then eventually, it would get longer and longer. There's so people who live with like shorter, arm. Arm, shorter legs already. I was
2: talking about with the arm. Like there could be, you know, room inside of it for the little arm to be. But I would just have an entire thing to use
1: a entirely. robotic
3: arm.
2: Well, you
3: you
1: know those little grab claws. You have yeah, that, even that that just little string thing inside.
3: Because- <laughs> Just to mess with your hand, yeah, just just basic. Nobody has to know what's in there, but it yeah, works. Yeah, I guess so. That that would be my coping mechanism: is having
0: the
2: little dinosaur head at the end, Just, jump, 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 jump,
0: jump. just, just like a little different attachments and stuff. A little <laughs> grabber,
2: a little <laughs> little grabber into the compartment. You get all I, the way at the end where my hand should be. Yeah,
0: but do you know how much funnier it would be if you had a small hand and you were flipping people off? Like a little baby hand. Like, <laughs> I you know like, what? I'd, what? Have, what? I'd, have oh, <laughs> I'd have my days. I'd have my days. Obviously, there'll be days, but I'm just saying, like, and you could even get a tattoo. That'd be so funny. I get a little baby <laughs> knuckle tattoos. And then by the time it's a fully grown arm, it's up on my shoulder. Oh, my God. Oh, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be kind of cool to see where it ends up. Like, watch what growth actually does to the position of, like, skin is at the moment. Yeah, that
1: is true. That'd be pretty neat to, yeah. to see. I am not to chop my arm off.
2: I going to
0: figure this out. Well, not now, but. I mean, not right now. You got the axe. Come on, let's go. Just just hold on. Hold on. <coughs> it <coughs> hold won't on. take too much time. I told you I can full swing it. I guess I'll hold him down while you do it. No, nah, this is a uh, volunteer operation. Okay. If he moves, whatever's coming off under that axe is coming off. <laughs> I take two shots of
3: tequila. Lay down.
0: I'm going to take a nap. Wake me up when it's over. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna give you a uh, some Nyquil in, in the form of a uh, cast iron can to the back of the head, or a cast iron pan to the back of the
3: head. Right, there. give me a big old lump at the back.
0: Mm. Mm. I don't or, think it'd be horrible.
3: Nah, you Could won't. Work.
1: You won't feel the thing.
3: Exactly. Not right then and there.
1: <laughs> I mean, eventually you probably
3: just which which would be worse? Like, all right, the clean cuts of the arm, right? Okay. Just clean through and through. Say so you bandage it up, whatever. What would hurt after waking? We- what would hurt more? Cast iron skillet, back of the dome, or your arm cut off?
0: Arm cut off. Uh, well, the hard thing with your arm being cut off is they're also cutting off nerve ending. Yeah. And you can, like, cauterize it, and then it'll kind of, like, yeah, it'll hurt. But I don't know. You might just have a kick-ass headache. For, and you probably have a concussion, too.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, everything's going to your head, and
1: everything's going to suck. I feel like, if, I don't know, John, you played football, right, back in no. the day? Okay, well. Mean, you know, meantime, we had a few concussions, right? Mm-hmm.
0: You- I never had one. Really? I, I had, felt like I did, but I never did anything. And like, it. T- so Tyler Four. really
2: is just a different.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I could have. <laughs> 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 I woke up. <laughs> That's all I know. The only, the only like thing that I ever had to get like uh, actually looked at. So whenever, like, I played offensive line, so you hit a lot and it started hurting my wrist. So they'd wrap it a certain way to where whenever I hit, my hand couldn't go all the way back to where it would hurt, and it would kind of help me strengthen it up. Right. Then the other thing is on my left, or it was on my right arm. My forearm area, I was playing football, and my arm was out, and the helmet hit me going one way and the other way mm-hmm. and like kind of like hit it on both sides. But on the outside or the bottom, um. I bruised it to the bone to where, like, my arm turned black. Ooh. And uh, it took forever to come back because I'm right handed. So I put my hand down on stuff and just boom, and it would hit. And I go, fuck.
2: Constantly irritating.
0: Yeah. And then I went up against my brother one time and he, like, headbutted me in the arm where he knew it hurt and, like, almost beat me. Cause <laughs> I was bigger and stronger than he was, but he, like, headbutted me in the arm. And I was like, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> and then so I had to ice that.
1: He's like, oh, you got me good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was the only thing I could think of that um they had to, like, wrap it and then put, like, a piece of foam on here that was, like, almost as thick as my bed. Like, I could slam my arm against the wall and couldn't feel anything.
1: Oh, damn. I think the worst injury I had was a fractured uh, collarbone. I was on for about six, seven months. I was on heat and shock therapy. Dude, that shit hurt. I, I still play football. Mm. I just tightened my shoulder pad really tight. <laughs> and took like four, four to
0: six ibuprofen before yeah. every game. Dang boy, yeah, that's too much ibuprofen. Yeah. As a, as a, uh, somebody who works in the pharmacy, that's too much. You can take four, Don't not six or eight. <laughs>
1: I couldn't feel nothing that game. I'll I'm sure
0: you, you couldn't. <laughs> Did you know somebody told me that like taking Tylenol before a football game is technically a, uh, like a uh. It's cheat code. It's a, uh, it's like <laughs> performance enhancing. Yeah. Performance enhancing yeah. because it helps you, you not feel yeah. as much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still technically considered that because it, you feel less and it doesn't hurt as much stuff like that.
2: Oh, I'm sorry that I'm smart and like, you know, help my
3: body out. <laughs> it, it's just well, cheating.
0: I mean, you can, but it's just, it's frowned upon. I don't know that it's even frowned upon. Nobody would know, but it's technically considered that. Okay. So that's you, like people with, uh, like, People, normal people who are, like, runners and stuff, they would take, uh, I think it was uh, primatine. Primatine tablets are good for people with asthma and stuff like me because it opens up your airways. Mm. And then they would sprint. And then they could just breathe more because their airways were open more than regular people's airways were. Right. So they consider that a performance-enhancing drug.
1: Okay, so. Because
0: that one I understand, like, yeah. for sure. But
1: Okay, so back in school, you know, when you had a parking spot, you would have to get drug tested? How many times did you get drug tested?
0: I got drug tested one, once or twice.
1: You must That must be nice. Every week, twice a week for a month <laughs> and a half, I got drug tested. Random <laughs> ran my ass. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> they had their eyes on you. <laughs> what did you do? See,
0: I'm, I'm also glad because for a while there, we used to run firework stands and I would be driving. For a while there, I had a backseat with like $500 worth of fireworks. And I carried like knives and shit in my truck. I had a sledgehammer in my truck. That looked good for you. And I'm glad they didn't bring no dogs to come by sniffing for guns or anything like that. Because I had had hella firepower in the (laughs) backseat of my truck. I mean, I never did anything with it. But even then, then whenever I got older and like I started driving, I was like, man, I need to just bring my lunch and my uh, toolbox, insulate it keep ice in there, keep, like, getting raised and stuff like that to whenever I'm leaving the locker room from football, grab one, take a sip, have my lunch, and go. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, yeah,
1: I got drug tested a lot. I don't know what they were trying to get me for. Uh, it was always, like, third period and, like, either sixth period. I'd be like, <laughs> then the, you know how the office, uh, what is it called, office helper or whatever is it is called? They come in and give the TGO a note. He's like, hey, Brandon, it's that time. I was like, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> go Damn. to the nurse's office. Go get drug tested. Well, they had to sit in the, it was in the, uh, where gym three, gym three was. I went to the nurse, then I went to gym three. Yeah, they'd have a, they have a sit there, and they're like, pee in this cup. And then, like, you peed, and then you'd finish peeing in the toilet, and they say, don't flush it. And we'll flush it. So it's like you pee in the cup, fill it up where they tell you to, then continue peeing in there, and then they'd have to walk in there and flush the toilet for right. you. Right. But yeah. But they did that to me, I think maybe twice.
3: Yeah, I got drunk. This is like <laughs> fucking like 10 times. That's too much.
1: Dude, they were That's trying to too give much. me. They were trying to give me for something. I mean, I'm. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about
2: to spill his own secrets, but.
1: <laughs> um,
3: they were trying to get me. I don't know about what, but on one of the tests, I knew, I knew I probably would have failed. I don't know why it didn't fail, but I was like, okay. I mean,
1: I mean, <laughs> I was like, man, they're going to get me. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to lose my my parking. I was like, shit, I don't care. I parked off campus for about like fucking in two years.
0: <laughs> I do know I've gotten drug tested more from my job than i have um from anything because um like when i started working at the place that i work now they didn't test me for like drugs mm. they tested me to see if i had nicotine in my system because they have like a program that can get like employees off of nicotine and stuff like that since we also like work with cancer and stuff like that cancer patients they're like how would it look if you had one of your employees standing out there smoking a cigarette while we're trying to... At the cancer center, <laughs> At the cancer centers <laughs> and stuff like that. I was like, I don't think... I don't know if I... I but no, they'd had his test for
3: that, and that was pretty much their thing. That would be ironic, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to think now, if you, like, got a piece of you cut off, like, say, for instance, it was, like, your kneecap got cut off, it would grow back, but be like a baby kneecap.
1: So can you... <laughs> so... <laughs> so... <laughs> How will that work? Like, if it's just I have the- no idea. You can't have full range of your of your leg, or what do you I think? have no
0: idea. To be honest with you. I don't even know. It
2: would have to be above or below. You'd have to
1: no. Well, we're talking about straight kneecap where the knuckle like,
0: where your kneecap is. Right, yeah,
1: right through it. Your patella.
0: Your patella. Like I used to tell people, I'm gonna go over there and scoop out your kneecap with a spoon. Mm. <laughs> you just have to grow a new kneecap. Or you'd be like, uh, damn, what was the doctor, the nurse from, uh, Harry Potter?
3: Oh, ah, God.
0: Was it Pomfrey?
1: I think it's Pomfrey. I'm not entirely for sure, but it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been
0: a long time since, you know, but when, like, Harry, uh, got his arm, like, noodled. Oh, that was. And she had to regrow his bones back. That was weird. That'd be like, what'd you have to do? You'd have to take a, a, swig, a squig of that and have her kneecap come back.
3: I mean, it's so graphic, too. I know, it's so noodly. For being all inside his arm, they still made it uneasy.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It wasn't any blood or
3: <laughs> open wounds or anything, but yeah, <gasps> just seeing it just go. Yeah, and there was noise. Yeah, that was what I mean. Is there was way. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: why I don't like. There's, there's been these few TikToks that I'd watch, and then they're like, "Oh no, it was Wandavision." Um, the not the one that came out today, but the one that came out Holy last Lord, week. In case. It was like the Halloween episode. Yeah, spoiler alert. Don't listen to the next two minutes. But they had, like, well, I mean, it's like, it's not really a spoiler, but in it, you know, sometimes they have, like, commercials that happen. Yeah. And this one was with the paper towel where they were cleaning oh, it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just watched that And then one. she would, like, spill something, and it'd be like, and then they would sop it up and be like, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I just sound I effects. Hate, <laughs> I hate wet sound effects <laughs> so much. I'm like, oh, I hate the wet sounds. I hate listening to people eat and that wet, like, sopping stuff. It's like, yuck. Oh, god, I hate this. I hate this. And they did it again. They're like, even your husbands can use them. And they spelled it again. I go, I hate you. I hate this. I hate this so much. Volume zero. Uh, so, so that's our little uh, thirty-minute podcast. I hope you all had fun. Um, we'll probably put these up." Um, at some point, we're trying to figure out the schedule. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you had fun, Brandon. Hope you had fun, Dave, or Always. David. Always. <gasps> John, oh, I hope no. you had fun. Offended. <laughs> On top of the
2: white corn, this happens. Oh, my oh. heart. Yeah.
0: The a corn, heart. the bread, and now my heart. <sighs> but, anyways, we love you. You have a good night, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Or talk to you all next week. All right, have a good one. Adios. Hello everybody. This is another Accidental Crew podcast. This one is a shorter two person podcast right now. It's me, Tyler, your host, alongside John. Hi guys. How you doing? We're uh we're trying something new out. Uh, I say that every time we do one of these small ones, but this one we're trying with a little ambiance. It's nice, isn't it? It's relaxing. Hopefully, uh hopefully this all meshes well. I'll uh try to keep the voice down and sound a little bit smoother
2: maybe add a little bit of
0: bass into the voice just a little bit of bass Nah, that sounded bad <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as usual for these two-person podcasts we try to have a little bit of a topic more topic oriented obviously we go off track but maybe two or three things we'd like to talk about so look
2: we'll at something in there
0: you know i'm gonna start it off i started off last time but i'm gonna start off again this time oh music man it gets me music is always getting me there i love how it'll just
2: give you chills don't even ask for them but it just happens
0: i i enjoy it thoroughly it there's one thing that's always been a constant in like my life and it's always music like throughout our whole like everything when i'm delivering medications or if i'm walking around in the hospital i'm uh i'm listening to some kind of music that kind of whatever i felt that day be it uh maybe it's a uh, dance gavin dance which is a little bit heavier or mm. maybe it's some um, uh, run the jewels or chance to rap it it's it, it gets me like because I, I walk to the beat i'm going up the stairs and i'm like hey i'm so and so and i'm here to give you this
2: keeps the energy going huh
0: yeah it really does like i i've, I've I've been like on 10 hour shifts delivering medications, got like 20,000 steps, like mm. a lot, then I'm gone. But it helps it because I'm like, oh, I know when I walk, I'll be able to listen to something that keeps the enjoyment moving.
2: It's a little bit of the anticipation that your kind of comfort music, I guess, is right there. Helps you get through the day, helps you get to the next spot, point A to point B. You're in a tough spot during the day, music helps.
0: There's some like I've been playing Cyberpunk and it's not going to be any kind of spoilers or anything but they have a it's a very music central game. And that's what has drawn me to it and kept me wanting to play it a lot because I found a lot of songs that I listen to now because of Cyberpunk. Yeah, because of because <laughs> of Cyberpunk like there's one that's not even like attached to anything but it's called um Oh, I forgot the name. It's by Radiohead. Oh, Pyramid song. Mm. And it's the most like, it's a really sad song. Cause he talks about angels with black eyes, which basically represent death. Mm. But he's like, I, I jumped in the ocean and guess what? I jumped in the water and guess what I see? Uh, black eyed angels swam with me, Ooh. but it's metaphorical. Yeah. There's this one line on it and it says there was um, nothing to fear and nothing to doubt. I'm like, I like that.
2: Yeah. I can't wait until I get further into that game.
0: Oh, it's so good. I recommend it so much.
2: The the problem I'm having is I'm trying to find a good middle ground on my settings. So I'm not sure if we talked about it on here before, but Tyler and I both have uh, recently upgraded our PCs to uh, a very hefty, very, very fine piece of equipment called the RTX 3070. Oh!
0: Yeah, it's that. that yeah, I, I've talked about it. I don't know if you've been here while we talked about it, but
2: probably not. That's so what I don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, we uh, I talked about how uh, we camped out for like seven hours to get it. Seven
2: damn hours, it was what 30 degrees. Yeah, it was in the 30 morning, degrees
0: the whole time from three o'clock until 10 o'clock when they opened, it was seven hours 30 degrees outside for a graphics card. But I do tell you from playing it on my 1660 to now the. Yeah, the other one with the sixteen sixty, it looked really good already.
2: Yeah, that thing's a. It's it's gonna be one of those, like the the ten eighty ti, still costs about four to five hundred today, but because it's powerful, you know, I think sixteen sixty is gonna be one of those options where later on down the road it's gonna be a viable, very budget friendly option.
0: Oh yeah, even when I bought it, it was like two hundred thirty dollars. This one was like seven ninety, almost eight hundred dollars for the one that I got.
2: Oh, yeah. The only problem I have is that, you know, the 3060s should only be three $400. Or no, it's about 400 for the 3060. And whereas it should be a nice budget-friendly option, they're just
0: So out. overpriced right now.
2: Everybody's scalping them. Everybody's overpricing them.
0: It's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's kind of whack, but... What I do say is I tried it with the ray tracing and I think I can get like low lower settings on ray tracing, but it just looked weird to me and I didn't like it.
2: See that's what I'm I'm trying to figure out because I know I can run highs without ray tracing. But when I turn ray tracing on, I'm trying to see if I can just turn back to medium on a couple of them, still have ray tracing, still have some highs.
0: See that's why I just kind of put it on ultra and left it. Yeah. It, it, it looks just fine to me. It actually looks... It's weird because it's not that it looks any better, but it looks better. It's really weird. Like, already with the 1660, it looked really, really good. hmm But, like I was saying about the music, it's one of those games that, like, I found the music and then it really brought it to me because there's, a, like, a part in the game where I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I just kind of tried this one thing and it went... And then the song cut in and I almost started crying. I was like, dude, What?
2: Is that good? And it's
0: a side mission that did it to me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's a really, really good song. Damn. But see my problem is I show everybody, but nobody's interested in playing it. So you listen to the song and you're like, oh it's good. But, but you weren't you weren't there for it. You weren't experiencing what happened while the song was playing and I was like, oh my gosh, like
2: it makes it that much better.
0: Yeah, it gave me the chills and stuff like
2: yeah, I, I need to I need to get more into it. In, in a mindset because usually they get home jump on discord play some overwatch by the time I'm done it's already late
0: see I really like it because I don't have to worry about playing like I can play it but I'm not grinding or yeah. I don't have to be sweaty with it that's I, why I like playing I feel the c- same way. cyberpunk with it but because of how much stuff
2: there is to to look at and to explore I kind of limit myself how much like progression in the story actually happens so I just like walk around
0: well that's what it's for you limit Ah, I know I played a lot of the side missions before I started getting back into the main mission of the game
2: I'm not even doing missions right now I just keep wandering around (laughs) and I know if I'm gonna like if I want to get anything done I'd have to be there for like several hours at a time because that's how how much I am into it but I keep like stopping myself because I'm like alright do I force myself to play submission or do I just kind of drift further away and just enjoy the way it looks? I think that's what it is. I'm just enjoying the way it looks because I came from a a, a 1060 graphics card. Mm-hmm. Oh, works, but damn, it's, yeah, not, the, it's not a 37. It's not the same. <laughs> not the same at all. I
0: don't it's know. Funny. That's, I'm, I've always, like I grew up playing RPGs a lot, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm used to putting, like, six, seven hours into a game and not doing really anything. Because, like, it came from... My first one that I played was Fallout. Fallout 3 was the reason why I actually got into RPGs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've told it on here before, but I've hit, like, six, seven hundred hours in that game. Like, easy.
2: Yeah, you put some time in there.
0: Yeah, and I've explored a lot. But everything's new because I don't remember all the little nu- nu- nuances and little things like that. And so it kind of... It makes it more fun playing it again. I think I, uh, there's certain parts where I'm like, I don't want to play that again, but there are other parts where I'm like, yeah, that was very much replayable. And I would play it again because those parts are so like impactful to me and in the game and stuff like that, especially with cyberpunk. Like I know I'm going to do at least the three playthroughs for each lifestyle. And then this is not a spoiler. It's kind of been out there, but there's several endings. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go through And I'm going to try to do All of the ending That'll be fun right there Yeah And then now that I understand The game a lot more It'll be like It'll be way easier
2: I think the thing is Is that I Had a lack Of uh, Of RPGs Growing up And Not that I Strayed away from them But I think I Started getting into gaming At a certain period Where I was like You know Here's Grand Theft Auto Here's Halo I don't know serious Sam know, things like that you know even back on the original Xbox and I played those and I got really interested in them there was a lot of shooting and that's what I started getting good at and I would touch on certain RPG-ish games later on down the road kind of like uh, like Destiny
0: I oh, well man. that one I wouldn't say is an RPG at all
2: this one said ish. It's open world. You can go planet to planet, open world, you know, go do different but things. But you can't
0: really do anything that's not story, like really fully story driven or something in order to grind up to where you have to be in order to get the new stuff that's coming. That's what I think. It's like, uh, like Apex. Mm. Apex is just as much open world RPG kind of thing, in my opinion, as uh, Destiny is.
2: Well, it's like an exploration.
0: Yeah, but it's the same there's maybe I said that wrong it'd be like uh I don't know I can't even think of like an idea right now but it's something or it's like you can keep playing in between and there's like little things to kill here and there little things to do but it's not anything that is story completely story driven as far as like like an RPG there's a story and that's it And then you kind of do what you got to do to get there, and level up, and do whatever you need to do. But it's not; it doesn't force you to grind. And that's what I think changes Destiny from an RPG or an RPG to kind of like an open world, like Borderlands.
2: I mean, I think the only grinding that I I would say that there wasn't Destiny, at least in the original one, in Destiny One, was if you wanted to do the raids but if you just went on patrols and did quests on each planet and you know did a weekly bounty you can get the high high enough gear levels to uh go do like a strike or something or go into a uh, a certain area where there's a like a little mini boss okay i guess that's what i'm thinking about and destiny Two would really kind of went the way that you were saying where it's like you have to grind or what seems now like even just to go to a different planet because that's what i'm stuck on that's why i stopped playing it yeah
0: that's why like i picked it up for a while because uh, my cousin's really big into it and then it just it's it just doesn't seem the same kind of fun that i like to have like i have i have game set like i've played skyrim and i love skyrim because i like that it can be, just be me going in through and i don't need teams and i don't have to worry about anything
2: oh, see, that's the fun part of, of destiny doggies yeah, Destiny One was one of those kind of like, it's an experience that you can have on your own. It was like a really cool space exploration. You have your own ship, having your own Sparrow, which is you know, like kind of their hover bike. Yeah, yeah,
0: they have that too.
2: Um, so yeah, you can customize your ship, customize your character, have your own Sparrow, customize your Ghost, which is your companion, and uh you know, if you want to do strikes or do challenges you can get different shaders which changes the way your entire character looks as far as like a, the colorway yeah it's that's how destiny 2 is why no i'm talking about destiny 1. like i know how destiny 2 is but destiny 1 was a lot better because it was easier to do that in destiny 2 they screwed it up and they made shaders a viable item that you had to grind out for to get the materials to get the shaders and the shaders were only one use so once you used it, if you didn't have enough to cover all your items or your weapons, then you kind of out of luck at that point. Mm-hmm. So Destiny One, they did it right. Destiny Two kind of screwed the pooch, unfortunately. But Destiny One, oh, it was really nice. Like I still go and play it. The music just felt right. The scenes looked amazing. The little uh transmatting from planet to planet, they just did it right. it's an old game now yeah I'm sure it'd be a pain in the ass to go and start from zero but it's always a fun game to just go go play
0: yeah I don't know I just I started on two so that's why I guess I don't have the nostalgia feeling and I I don't have any kind of uh, want to go back and try one I don't even want to play two
2: that's why I hate two so much it's because it did that to people
0: but see there's other I don't know I guess it's just they just screwed it. They because there's so, so many bad. games like like Fallout 3 I started on. Mm-hmm. And they're like I'll always call 3 my favorite because Fallout 3 was like the probably my fa- the best. Um it was kind of like the the Grand Theft Auto thing where it was top down for a while and then on the third one it flipped to a 3D like Grand Theft Auto 3 did. <laughs> yeah. But um I don't know. I I just kind of like I guess what I'm thinking maybe uh destiny 2 is like is also like grand theft auto where you can just kind of like run around do whatever Mm -hmm. and then there's a storyline but i just like the real story driven things i I like it because i get attached to uh, characters and stuff like that like there's a character in cyberpunk that i'm like in love with she's such a good character
2: that's what destiny (laughs) i'm I'm so sorry the destiny 2 like ruined it for you it's okay because like i i could talk about it all day but destiny one really truly was a very timeless game yeah. uh, that's, that's that's what i was that's the word i'm looking for that's the best way i can describe it, is that it's a timeless game Man. but see like when you talk about fallout you know I can, I can go watch the videos and you can tell me about it tell me about the weapons the characters story missions anything you do here or there But I just don't know. You know.
0: I think Fallout, its lore, is probably the most fascinating part of it. It's because they have, like, certain vaults and stuff like that. Like, there's a a vault that you go in where it was one girl or one female and the rest of them were males. And then they kind of, like, experimented on people seeing what would happen then. And then they had one where it was all females and one male and they had one where everybody was drugged and everybody's name was gary or something like that huh. <laughs> so you walk in and then like people are walking around and whenever they hear you they're like gary where are you gary and he's like oh it's so yeah, creepy man. and feeling but that's what i love about it is because it for being a game not like uh last of us and stuff like that that have a, a real narrative mm-hmm. it's a very much a uh like you can get the same feelings from it for characters that you can, and like, like Last of Us or games that are like very like one storyline kind of things. Yeah, and that's what I love about it is because it just comes in and creates a whole, a whole thing that you're not expecting, and it feels good.
2: It'll it'll paint a picture for you in terms of like being a story.
0: Yeah, without being too. And see, that's what I hated the most about Fallout 4 is because it got away from more of the story and it was less story driven. And it was more like open world shooty kind of stuff. Mm. And that's what I didn't like about it. I kind of wish they went back to that. But that's why I like cyberpunk because cyberpunk is both. But you have side missions and like it's the same thing. It's basically like The Witcher with updated graphics. (laughs) <laughs> where you have side missions, and you can go here, and you can go there, and stuff like that, and find random things, and have random conversations. Like, I I just ran into a dude that was screaming for help, and I drove him to a ripper dock because his crotch was on fire. Oh my God. And then he paid me later on for it and called me and stuff like that. But, like, you can have little conversations with people, and you're like, oh, wow. And I like it because it's so much, like, upgraded to where you're talking to somebody that you can romance, and then you can... like no I'm not interested in being with you and then you can see their face go from like happy to like oh wow like oh shit and that's what makes it because like I had to tell somebody because my character is already with somebody and I'm not about (laughs) being with that person and I was I had to tell them like no I don't want to do this and they were like oh okay and I was like we could still be friends (laughs) I was like damn this shit's whack I hated it I hated it so much (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, you know. Just video games can do that.
0: Yeah, and that's what I, I love being able. I love the idea that I can look at something that is just a bunch of pixels, and it gets you like feeling like, oh wow, because there's no real people in the game. It's only voices, and mm-hmm. everything else is made up. It's not like a movie, <laughs> unless the entire movie CGI. But, <laughs> but then it's like those aren't real people's faces that you're looking at. And the characters don't look like the voice characters aside from one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just like, oh, okay. I see how this feels. See, so like, <laughs> it's kind of like,
2: uh, you played Halo, right? Yep. All right. So you remember, uh, I think it was one or two where Chief was going out the, out the ship with a spike bomb to go destroy the Covenant ship and you're just flying through space yeah iconic as fuck you watch that back I'm getting chills mm-hmm. there's a man in a suit strapped to a giant spiky grenade thing
0: I'm delivering their bomb back
2: just just flying through space
0: blows up an entire ship See, that's another like, dude, I'm writing cyberpunk so hard, but like even in the trailer, there's one scene in the trailer that's actually in the game or two of them, but they have the never fade away trailer. And then it's like, I've already said it on here before, but it sounds so cool. Cause the guy's like, would you rather live your life as Mr. Nobody or live a safe life as Mr. Nobody or miss nobody or whatever, or go down guns blazing as a legend. And I was like, me personally, I want to be a legend. Mm hmm. Like I want to put something out there that people remember and feel things about, and then the same, uh, the same thing was they have a certain line where um, the character was like, "If you have to burn the city, or if you, if you feel like you need to burn the city, burn it down," uh, stuff like that. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard for me to. I'm like paraphrasing it. Mm -hmm. It's it's like you backed away from, or you never backed down from things where where you probably should have. And knowing that just a stray bullet in Night City could just end you and you still just went and did it. And I was like, ah, oh, it feels so cool. But watching the trailer now playing as far as I've gotten to, I'm like, oh, wow, like I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, this gets me like right in the heart. But that's what I love about it is because video game is such a good story to like, like even back to music. Um, the songs that give me the most feeling are like the ones where people are screaming in them. Like,
2: you can, you can, it's weird how we can tell, but you can feel the emotion coming from because of screaming.
0: Because, like, screaming is such a raw thing. That's like, it takes, it's like primal, where you literally, instead of saying something, or you could say something, but you just yell, and you're just like, I can tell if that was a happy yell or like a pain yell or anything like that. And so like there's this line there's this group called um, Parkway Drive mm-hmm. and then they have a line where it's like um, it's like I look up and I see a thousand eyes uh, staring back at me but the eyes that I don't see are the ones that I would die for and I'm like oh like it gets you and I'm like man and it's like talking about like breaking hearts my, my heart is a broken down shipwreck um, weathered at the seas uh, my memories and dreams Like forgetting things But basically it's just saying like Your heart has just been beaten down so much That it's just literally a weathered down shipwreck I'm like dude And he's just like My heart is a so weathered down shipwreck And it's just like I feel it I can feel all of that It takes I'm also very empathetic So I feel yeah. what people are feeling And stuff like that
2: The the amount of power that goes into some of these screams is. It, it just it can be not categorized but you can recognize
0: where it's coming from because you can you can attach it to your own feelings mm-hmm. like that's what i love about like games in general because you pull from your own experiences and be like oh this is what it would feel like if this happened to me and so you're you've given you've given this game this power that it never intended to have because you're like oh this is what I'm feeling and how I think I should feel but it's not the game's not telling you to feel this way you know
2: it's crazy it's brought something to the plate maybe the silverware but you made the mail
0: exactly that's a good way to put it I was going to say it's a canvas that you're painting Mm -hmm. but yeah that's that's what I love about music and stuff like that
2: it's like they gave you the colors but you painted it yeah seriously and it's going to be a different painting every single time depending on who plays
0: it it could be you could have play the same game three years later and it's a completely different experience
2: but because if it's a good game it's going to be relevant to always how you're feeling in that
0: moment yeah <sighs> and games are great music is great <laughs> even movies i love movies they give you more of a you should feel bad for this person because of this but you're also like oh this is how i would feel if it happened to me and so it kind of gives you a little bit of leeway but it's less uh, immersive in my opinion
2: yeah you have like that uh it's called like critical thinking the thought process is going on
0: but it is also hard because in uh like in the lieu of watching games you're actually watching people go through it and you're like oh wow mm. this is what i would be like oh yeah, yeah. Think, with movies
2: i think that's why it's hard for me to watch certain sad movies cuz you know being empathetic and knowing that it's gonna gonna make you feel some type of way it's like i don't know if i want to feel sad today
0: yo legitimately watching hobs and shaw last night there was not to spoil anything but there's two characters in there and they kind of have this like tension that they kind of might like each other or something like that and i'm like Ooh get it like do it (laughs) and then it like gets there and then it goes away and i'm like no what i want more like do y'all love each other now or what's going on (laughs) spill the beans please i I love it that's why i hate i hate rom-coms because it's like i want a romantic comedy to where they break up or they like get together they have their big fight they break up and then they get back together and it's like six months down the road you're like okay everything's going great they got married everything's great not just like we broke up, and then in the last five minutes, we're like, oh, yeah, we love each other. Roll credits. And that's it. I hate it. Oh, God, you don't get to see what happens. Yeah, it's like it's such a tease. I'm like, <laughs> Make, show me that they love each other. I want to see it. Did you get a dog? How's your life going? Please. <laughs> yes, please. Something. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> I mean, there are some good ones. But. Even then, like, just like us talking about even music, like even music on TikTok. We, uh, there's ones that come out, and it's like, people make their own music and then they're like this is what happened to me today and then you're like oh wow i felt like that before mm-hmm. and it's so great like they're the ones that get me like i always have i've always had a, a love for like like old music kind of like renaissance festival or like the renaissance area kind of stuff like even the witcher like i love their music because it's real, like instrumental and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then like the sea shanties because it's kind of like in that vein i'm like oh i feel this and then i'm like driving down the road and i'm like Oh, Santiana, again Day. and I'm like, ooh, I feel it. Like, ooh, me and my homies, are just chilling in this car right now. Even though it's just me, and I'm doing <laughs> it. Like, I love it. You're you're putting yourself there in that image of being with with a crew. Yeah, and that's uh, why I'm like, oh, this podcast crew, we could do that. I feel like we can do <laughs> anything, but I was like, yeah, we can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 so crazy. Like the evolution of like the way my TikTok has gone because it started out like. We send each other, like, stupid videos and stuff like that. And then I started liking people who, like, had deeper things that they would talk about. Like, like their depression or stuff they're going through. And I'm like, okay, well, I kind of, like, I kind of feel what they're feeling sometimes. Because, like, just being alone or having, like, being broken up with somebody, you kind of feel it. Like, you're like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And then they're going through it now. And you're like, no, it'll get better. Like, even though it's still going to suck, three years later, it's still okay. Yeah. And then it's like watching them like get big like there's this one girl um she has she, on tiktok she has something called a only pans and then she's oh, like it's uh, such a great series. she's so funny but like it started at like her first video she's like welcome to my only pants. i hope you're horny i mean hungry and then it just gets bigger and bigger and then she's just bigger and better things and cooks but it's like she like cooked and then she was like i don't have anybody to eat with so she's gonna be you and me babe and then sat there and like was eating her meal or whatever. And then I was like, "This is good," but like shows you actually how to go through and cook everything. Mm-hmm. And then she's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, like a few thousand likes here. And Then that was like twenty thousand. It's like fifty thousand. I'm like, "Ooh, get it!" Like mm-hmm. I want to see you succeed.
2: I I honestly think that she can probably. In her own little cooking show or something. Exactly, like she's got the the personality for it. Oh, for sure. Got the she, got the charisma behind it. That
0: great personality. That's what it is. The biggest thing is the personality, and like like you said, the charisma behind it. It's great.
2: It was, you know, what it was because I remember I, I watched her too, and I don't, I don't remember if it was when you had sent it to me or if we kind of just like watched it at the same time, and then a little bit afterwards you started sending it to us. But I remember I'd seen her. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to cook now. Like I, I'm, I feel like you know not necessarily it's like
0: they're inspiring people
2: What like the way I felt with, about it was like I'm not necessarily being invited to her home but it was kind of like a hey we're on FaceTime we're gonna make something like fuck yeah show me how to make that goddamn lasagna
0: that's ah uh, I love it because in like that's what certain things like definitely like like video games that we're talking about it sparks create like the creative mind that I wanna have I don't I do have like a big, vivid imagination. I'm real empathetic and I can really, like, visualize certain things but I'm more, like, hands-on, like, you have to show me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I would just want to go and, like, fucking do something. Like, make a video of me, like, hey, everybody, this is Tyler. I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet, but let's give it a go. We're doing it. Yeah. (laughs) And even this, like, this podcast, 10 years ago, I was the shyest person ever. Yeah. And then now, it's like, I don't know, we've had a few hundred people listen to this or we have like a little bit of an audience, but it's like, I don't know that I would ever do this. And then I just said, fuck it, why not? What's stopping us?
2: Oh God, I couldn't even get on on stage. Like a uh, damn elementary when they had us do a play for Grease, the movie. Oh, I had stage fright as hell. And it was only the size of a small elementary cafeteria. I didn't want to go out there. Yeah, and I've been like that. I went, I was like that through middle school, and I think I think middle school was worse than high school in a sense, but high school's a little bit more awkward since we were kind of growing up and yeah, you know, kind of getting understanding of
0: who you are and what, yeah. what's kind of happening. And
2: so I was like, oh fuck, I'm awkward as shit. I don't want to <laughs> be here. Don't look at me. And I was really under the realization of what was happening around me, and I was getting like this awareness. And it's like, ah, Oh no I don't want to be here I'm uncomfortable
0: What what kind of helped me steer that Is because I steered into the awkwardness Like I just I joke all of the time And like it's always said I can throw 100 rocks And one will hit But the one is The one that matters to me mm-hmm. Like I'll make a thousand jokes all day And then if I make three people laugh I'm like oh I've done it I've done what I feel like my purpose is Is making people happy and laugh
2: Yeah
0: but I really steer into it where I'll say, like, really weird things. And then people be like, wait, what? I don't understand that. And I'll be like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and then the next thing I do is on topic. Like, boom, right there. It's kind of like a break in the ice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to talk to people like that. Like, even if I don't know them, I always start off like, oh, wow. <laughs> Me being a guy, it sounds really weird. I'm like, I really like your nail polish. Or I love your shoes. And stuff like that. To like, even guys, girls definitely like that. Like, it it... It works better to where I told this dude, I was like, oh, you'd fit in perfect with the family because my mom loves the Chiefs. He had a Chief jacket and he was like, he was like oh, yeah, you think so? It's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, we lost the Super Bowl, but it's okay. And I was like, well, I was going Tom Brady all the way. But, <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're one of them. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But it's something to talk about and then it's like a story and that's what I love about it is it's a story. Because now
2: he's going to go and talk about that. Yeah. He just had a good little woman in his day.
0: It's like my dad always said, like the, the place that he owns. If you make somebody happy, they'll tell three people. But if you make somebody mad, they'll tell ten people. Spreads. Yeah. And so the negativity spreads more. So why am I gonna spread negativity? I'd rather spread positivity and stuff like that. Like it's more fun that way. Oh yeah. Well on uh on that note, that's been our little thirty minutes right now and Hopefully this one was a little bit more chill. I know it was very game-heavy, but I hope you all had fun listening to us, and welcome to our little podcast here if this is the first time you're hearing this. And uh, I say every time, we love you, be safe, be kind to everybody, and have a good night. you